Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. This is Michelle Burkhardt. I am your host. Thank you so much for joining us today. I never take it lightly when people decide to join us and spend some time. Um, And big, huge shout out to those of you who are relatively new listeners. I've been getting a lot of feedback lately from people who have just joined us. Um, So excited to have you here. And think about somebody in your life that, that needs to know some of this information, okay? And go ahead and give us out a referral. So there's a a couple things I'd like you to know about this episode today. So the topic is death by meeting. I don't know about you, but I've been in my fair share of meetings in my lifetime. And I found in the last three, four years, especially I'm, I'm being contracted to come out and help people design and run, um, really successful meetings. Definitely not a space that I thought that I would find myself in, but it's happening more and more. And so I have been in that meeting where you can look around and know nobody's paying attention. They're all on their devices. Nobody's paying attention. I have been in that meeting where you look and you're like, yeah, I can actually uh, add up right now how much money and time is being wasted. I've been in that meeting where I look at my phone and I silently hope that one of my children will get sick at school and give me an excuse to get out of it. Okay, so if you have ever been in one of those meetings, the only thing worse than being in one of those meetings is being in charge of one of those meetings. Okay, it's painful. So I really wanted to share just several ideas, five very simple ideas with you about meetings. Um, So I'm going to share those five ideas with you. You're going to want to take notes, especially if you are in charge of, of a meeting yourself. And feel free, if you find that there are people in your life who need to know this, feel free to share the link with them, okay? Awesome. Enjoy. All right, let's talk about meetings. So, all right, I'm going to share with you probably five different things. And this makes up the majority of what you need to know to have a successful meeting. So first of all, let me just say, um, a meeting can be anything from um, sitting down and talking about finances with your loved ones to uh, running a meeting at work to having a sales conversation with somebody, um, to, you know, talking to your child and it can be in any format, whether it's one-to-one, um, through the phone or maybe a digital means. Okay. So a meeting doesn't necessarily need to be considered a staff meeting. Okay. So the first principle is begin with the end in mind. So most people, they kind of hope they get to their goal, Um, But if you really run a successful meeting, you want to begin with the end in mind. So you're really thinking about, okay, when this is done, what is my goal? How am I going to make sure that I reach my goal? So for example, uh, I was helping run a meeting the other day. Um, Sometimes I'm contracted to come in and observe meetings and then um, give feedback to the the leader. Uh, And so that's what I was doing on this day. So I was observing the meeting and uh, clearly there was a decision that needed to be made. So there was about 15 people on this board and they needed to make a a decision. Um, And it was very unclear as to who was making the final decision. So sometimes when you're making a, a decision, you need to understand, is it going to be the leader who makes the final decision 
Um, are we talking about this so that you guys can give your suggestions or thoughts or opinions to the leader to make that final decision? Or are we doing, you know, like a consensus vote? Like we're all going to share our thoughts and opinions and then, you know, you're going to vote and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. Or is it best idea wins, right? So we all throw some ideas out and everybody says that idea is, is it, okay? So understanding what is your, your end result. So if you're going to make a decision, understanding those aspects of it. And so during this meeting, it became very unclear until I said, stop. Um, okay, who's going to make the decision? So we talked about it. They made their decision, um, said, yep. Okay. We're going to do this as a group. We're going to best idea wins. Perfect. Now you can move on. And so when I was doing the follow-up afterwards, it became, okay, you, if you had thought just that one idea through, you could have saved 20 minutes in your meeting. Okay. Now think about 20 minutes of, of, uh, uh, 15 people who are confused about what's going on and 20 minutes that you waste from 15 people. So it's not just 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes times 15. Okay. That, that's a lot of time that was just wasted. So if you begin with the end in mind, this is what I want for this piece of this meeting, you'll be successful. And if that's the only thing that you ever think about as far as planning and designing meetings, that's awesome. Okay. That's the first principle. The second principle is to know your audience. Okay. Now this seems like a common sense kind of thing. Um, but the more I go about in life, the more I realize that common sense is a flower that doesn't grow in everyone's garden. Okay. And so let's talk about this one. So knowing your audience means who is going to be there. Okay. What are their likes? What are their dislikes? What's their personality style, right? Because some people have a more driven, direct personality and some people have a more relational personality. So when you're designing your meetings, you have to keep that into account and you have to provide for all of that. Now, listen, I'm not a huge fan of icebreakers just to have icebreakers, right? Just to say, okay, let's keep our relational people happy and talk about, you know, what's your favorite cereal, right? No, no, I'm not about that. I am about having connections and relationships. Even if you're, listen, I was in a, a meeting last year and it was all a bunch of engineers. Okay. They're not typically your relational people. Okay. Very highly analytical. Um, but we still need to have some sort of relational thing in there. And so the icebreaker was whatever the topic they were talking about, but they had to bring kind of a personal perspective on that topic. Okay. So that's a really important factor when you're designing a meeting. Another thing is timing. So this is the, the one area that I feel like most people, they neglect, they, they hope, you know, it's like throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. Okay. So there is a timing to everything in a meeting and there's logical kind of lawful timings that you can use. So for example, if you know, all right, we'll go back to that decision one. If you know that the best idea wins and we're all going to vote on that idea. Okay. That means you're going to be discussing that for a while right? But if you say, I'm going to report out to this group and tell them what the decision is, well, that's going to take maybe two to five minutes. Okay. So knowing what you want at the end is going to help you time it in such a way that you can be successful. Same thing goes for if you're doing a presentation or maybe a keynote presentation. I've been doing a lot of those lately where people were like, okay, here, here's my, my outline. Help me, you know, get that down. 
Um, you know, sometimes people will spend way too much in the introduction and not enough in the actual, this is what the people need to know. Sometimes they don't spend enough time in the follow-up. So for example, when you're a speaker, you want to make sure the end in mind is not just that you get down to the end of your presentation and you're done. You want to have something else for them to follow up with. Okay. So I believe that it's not ethical to come and, and give great information to people and have nothing else for them to follow up on. Okay. That's like, here you go, here's what you need. And now you get no more help with it. Okay. So beginning with the end in mind would say, okay, wait a minute. Now I'm going to offer this program or I'm going to give this free gift, or I want people to sign up for this email list. Right. And so you, if that's the case, then you've got to leave some time for that. You can't just be like the last minute. Oh yeah, by the way, here you go. You've got to kind of warm them up a little bit and introduce that idea to them. Okay. And that takes a little bit of time. Um, the fourth idea I want to share with you is how to have the meeting before the meeting. So it, this is especially helpful if you're dealing with a team or if you need to make a decision and it has to be a consensus. So there are certain personality types where change makes it, it's just very hard for them. Okay. And so if you know that you need to have a consensus, you can pull that person aside before the actual meeting happens and say, okay, let's have a conversation about this, right? So you sit down and you say, all right, this is the change that's coming up. This is what we're going to talk about. Um, how can you help me? You know, can you help me understand what I need to know? Um, and then help them kind of warm up to the idea. Okay. So, so that's a very, you're not manipulating. Let me, let me, you're using your superhero powers for good. Okay. We're never about manipulating people. We are about doing things ethically. Okay. But if you know, you have somebody on your team like that, it's easy to just pull them aside beforehand and say, all right, let's, let's have a conversation. Another meeting before the meeting is imperative when you have more than one person leading. So if you are going to have two or more people who are, you know, leading maybe a presentation or, or doing uh, maybe a Zoom meeting or whatever, you've got to get together beforehand and talk about how are we going to make this a, the most successful. You can't just show up having, you know, sent an email back and forth and said, let's do this, let's do that. You got to really talk through it. And that's where the, the first three principles come into play because, if you sit down and you think about together, okay, what's the end goal here, right? Because if you both have a different end goal, oh, that's going to be a horrible meeting, right? And if, if you don't talk about the audience or the timing of things, you know, you might just say, okay, we want to talk about this or we want to talk about that. Well, that's fine, but you've got to actually design the meeting first so you're both or, or the whole team is on the same page so you can have a successful meeting, okay? And then the last thing, it kind of circles right back around to that beginning with the end in mind, but have an agenda, have some expectations, um, and have communicated that out to whoever's going to be in the meeting first. So let's say you're having a sales meeting with, um, you know, a potential new client and all, you know, this ex happened to me yesterday. Somebody was saying, Hey, I want to meet you, blah, 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 blah. We want to see how you might be able to help us. Okay, great. Well, it became very apparent in the meeting that that was not the case. That what they were really trying to do was they were trying to sell me something else. Okay. They wanted me to buy something, but they didn't necessarily want me to help. Okay. So they communicated out, this is what we're going to do, but the expectation was wildly different. Do you think they got me to buy anything? 
No, absolutely not. And they probably will not get any more business of mine because I don't go for that. Okay. So let's say you're a a car salesman and you're going to have this sales presentation with a a client. You're walking them through the lot. You're talking about it. If you say up front, Hey, listen, I'm not sure if you're going to buy or not today. I'm, I'm here for whatever you need. Um, and then you, you ask them the question, such as, you know, what, what are you looking for today? Are you looking to buy? Are you looking for more information? What are your thoughts on that? So you have communicated your expectations. They have communicated theirs. You're all on the same page and you're ready to go. Okay. Um, it, I would highly suggest an agenda of some sort. So I'm a a big fan of something visual because I think that that helps. Um, if you know for, for certain that we're going to take 20 minutes to talk about this one thing, you can either say on your agenda 20 minutes, or you can put actual time frames. Um, sometimes I don't, I don't do that because I don't know how long something is really going to take. I might have my agenda that says 20 minutes, but on their agenda, it just has the topic. So for example, you could put on a chart paper, um, you know, we're going to do a get to know you thing. We're going to do updates. We're going to do, um, we're going to have a discussion time and then decision. Um, and so on the chart paper, you've got those things, but you don't necessarily say how many, how much time, but you have a time frame. You can definitely clearly communicate that out to them as well. I just feel like for myself, I find it's beneficial to not have that up there. Okay. So those, if I were to think about the, the five top things that people, fail the most on when it comes to meetings, these would be those five things. So begin with the end in mind, know your audience, plan out your time, have the meeting before the meeting and have clear expectations. Okay. You do that and you will have a successful meeting no matter what. Awesome. Thank you. All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Wasn't that good? Five of the most simple ideas that can really elevate your uh, potential as a leader. I, I had a client contact me recently and she just got her dream job. She's CEO of a company of about 500, 600 employees now. And she said, Michelle, I I really think the reason why I got this job, my superiors told me that um, I was an excellent leader and they could tell how excellent of a leader I was based on how I ran my meetings. And she said, I cannot thank you enough Um, that one idea just really helped her in her life. And so I hope that it helps you as well. Um, again, feel free to share this with those people who you feel like might need a little help in that area. Um, but might I give you a suggestion for that? So don't come right out and tell them that they, they need it. (laughs) You might want to share it to all of your social media and just say, Hey, if anybody out there runs meetings, you might want to check this out, you know, kind of a sprinkle it to everybody, you know, and hope they listen to it. Okay. Don't just say, Hey man, you, you really suck. You need to have this. Although I know some of you, you have that personality and some people will be fine with that. So whatever works for you. Um, as you'll notice in the description of the the podcast, my email is there. If you need anything, reach out to me. Um, you will see here in the future, I've got some things planned out. You'll start to see some stuff on social media. Um, I am going to, uh, use this as an opportunity to kind of help more people. Um, I really believe this is one of those areas that if I I can help people even 
two, three, four times to go through this process that they can take it and they can run with it and they'll never need my help again. So you'll start to see some things on social media where I'll share this and, and, um, kind of gain some clients from it. So if that's of interest to you, let me know. You might want to jump into that before my schedule starts to get full. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day, and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.